Hello. When this goes live, I will have seen Taylor Swift live. RIP me. I'll probably be like I won't exist anymore. I'll probably be a non-entity. So if this is the last you hear from me, it was really nice knowing you. Um, I hope you have a beautiful and fulfilling life. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's so much to talk about right now. I'm just going to combust and I'm having like an all-consuming fangirl crossroads, you know, where you like, you're fangirling over one thing, but then a million other things happen and you're just like, wait, I love being a fangirl. And the reason I'm saying that is I woke up to the Crescent City 3 announcement, which is why, literally, why can I not remember the name? Wait, I remember. House of Flame and Shadow. Not me fact checking. Okay, yes. House of Flame and Shadow comes out January 30th, 2024. So that's now, I have to actually survive the Taylor Swift show because I have to read that book. So I guess you're all stuck with me. Please ignore previous comments. All of this has led me to think about what is the opposite of when it rains, it pours. All I could come up with is when it's sunny, it shines. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring to it, but it feels really good. Today, I am going to be doing the Taylor Swift tag, which I haven't even looked at the questions yet. I haven't even Googled it yet. I'm just assuming it's a thing because last week I just Googled Disney tag and they gave me questions. I really just want to bask in all things Taylor right now. It's actually all that matters. <laughs> I'm crazy. Last week I was like, Disney's all that matters. That's still true, but also Taylor Swift, but also the Marauders because my quote of the day is Marauders, but we're not going to get there yet. First, I have to give you some life updates. Number one, I did in fact watch Lilo and Stitch and I literally cried like 17 times. When Stitch is in the woods with his freaking ugly duckling book and he's like, I'm lost. <laughs> I'm lost. Please. Lilo is so funny. She has major homeschool kid energy. And as a former homeschool kid, I just, I feel like I can fully say that with my whole heart. This has been the worst, some of the worst post-trip depression I've ever had. And I think it's just because it's very much the magic of Disney mixed with seeing my Utah friend group who I'm so close with and I don't get to spend as much time with them, obviously, now that I moved. But when I do spend time with them, it's actually really cool because now when I see them, it's like the most incredible weekend of my life every single time. Well, it's only been once, but so far, so good. Well, and the goodbye party when we all said goodbye was like, I've never had a more magical weekend, even though it was very sad and then same goes for the bookstagram girlies who were there. I love them all so much and I don't get to see them very much. So all those people coming together was one thing. And then it being at Disneyland and like my Disneyland soul unlocking is a whole other thing. And those two things combined equals help. Something that has really been helping the PTD is watching Disney YouTubers. This is my new passion. I always have a video on totally the best when you're doing a Disney puzzle. It's like a dream combo. But my three favorites right now that I've just been binging are Cassie's Castle, who Kelsey showed to me, Emily Enchanted, who someone on Instagram recommended to me, and then Queen of Disney, who Kelly showed me, Magic with Meg. And Kelly said she watches her TikToks every night before she goes to sleep. So naturally, now every night before I go to sleep, I said copy-paste. So I've been watching all of their TikToks, their vlogs. And because of that and how much it has inspired me, 
I have decided to resurrect the YouTube channel. So yeah, that's kind of a big life update. I really wanted to document my Eras Tour experience and get a video diary of it so that I can remember it forever. So that was also my motivation behind it, but it was so funny. I like went back and binged all my YouTube videos. I haven't made a YouTube video since June 2021, and it's just so crazy. Like, I actually loved it. It was fun to watch back. It was a good time, um, but I'm trying to enter my like zero perfectionism era, so I'm excited to do that and just like not need everything to be perfect, but also it will already flow a little better now. And I mentioned this in the video, but basically it's a lot easier to clean. Like a big worry of mine was my house being messy. So it would take me so long to clean it because I'm not a clean person. Um, actually, I'm getting a lot better with that. I'm not trying to give it power by saying I'm a not, not a clean person. Like I am getting more organized. We love to see it. Um, it's a lot easier in this new house. So vlogging is a lot better. I'm just super excited. So yeah, the first video will be Eras Tour. I'll post it when I get back. Or maybe it will be like prepping for Eras Tour. Depends how long I want it to be. Before I get too far off the topic of Disney, I did want to say I officially have four Disney designs in progress. And my dream is that I will go to Disney to take pictures of them. But who's to say? I might just take them at home. But it would be so fun to go and pretend I'm a Disney vlogger also. And I'm really hoping this isn't just a phase because I feel like Disney could unlock so much more for the common room and just for life and for having fun and bonding with friends. So I'm excited to see where that takes me in 2023. I feel like 2022 was the year of Harry Styles and the Marauders, which are like forever hyper fixations now, especially the Marauders. Um... So 2023 is going to be like Taylor Swift's Disney vibes. Um, but that being said, still Marauders because my quote of the week is from a new fanfic I started. It is one of the god tier Marauders fics that I see everywhere. Every single TikTok edit for this fanfiction is the most beautiful, amazing, awe-inspiring thing I've ever seen. And it is Art Heist Baby. This is my first modern AU, aka alternate universe, Marauders fic. Here's the premise. When James Potter answers a mysterious ad in his local coffee shop, the last thing he expects is to be thrown into a world of white-collar crime. But how can he resist when the mastermind behind the operation has dark hair and brooding eyes and promises wealth beyond James's wildest imagination? He would do anything for that boy named after a star. <laughs> Help. Um, including stealing millions of dollars of fine art. If you want to read it, you can just Google Art Heist Baby, and the author is O-T-R-T-B-S, so I don't know how to pronounce that. Autritbis. I don't think you're supposed to pronounce it. I think you're supposed to spell it out. So here is my quote of the week. Enter Sirius Orion Black. Sirius Black would consider himself a rational man most of the time. Well, maybe some of the time. Well, if not rational, then sane. At least he was sane. He was rational and sane, except when it came to one thing, his family. And nothing made him more irrational and insane than Regulus Black. I'm so excited. Apparently it's very sad. I'll let you guys know if I'm destroyed. Can't wait. Did I already talk about this last week? I can't remember. But anyway, more updates coming soon. Last thing, transitioning into the Swifty tag, I want to talk about 
my Eras Tour vibe, where I'll be, what's happening this weekend. I'm flying out tomorrow afternoon to Phoenix, and then I'll get some dinner with friends Friday, wake up. I don't know what I'm going to do that day, but hopefully some fun. I thought it'd be cute and fun to go to a farmer's market, but we'll see. I'm not like a morning person, so we'll see if that actually happens. But Friday night, Connor and I are going. We have lower bowl seats for the first show. And then Saturday, I am going to that show with my best friend Tori and her best friend. And we will be on the floor for that one. So that's my vibe. I cannot wait. All right, let's do the Swifty tag. Question number one. What was your first impression of Taylor Swift? I have a very clear first impression. I was at my friend's house and the teardrops on my guitar music video had just come out because my friend's older sister was watching it and she was like, hey guys, like look at this new country song. It's so good. I was 11 years old. I remember watching that video and being like, that is the most beautiful person I've ever seen and she's really cool. I was like, wow, well, this is going to be my personality for the rest of my life. And it has been. Amen. Even though I was only 11, I was really starting to enter like my crush era. So I basically just remember her songwriting swept me off my feet. And I was like, just very inspired. Question number two. First Taylor Swift song you ever heard. Well, now you have it. You heard it here first. Teardrops on my guitar. What is your favorite music video? Oh, please. You're really going to do this to me? I simply cannot pick one. I feel stressed. When I was younger, I would have said everything has changed or ours or begin again. Sorry, this is so many answers. It's just too hard. Now, I think I would say all of those, <laughs> but also look what you made me do. Blank space, wildest dreams, all too well 10 minute version. I feel like the two most iconic, if you wanted to like introduce someone to Taylor lore, would be Blank Space and All Too Well 10 Minutes. I feel like the R's music video does have a special place in my heart because I used to watch that one a lot and I think it's really cute. That's the one where she works in an office and it's basically like loosely inspired off of The Office. Her husband is away in the military and they basically have like a beautiful airport reunion at the end. So for some reason that one's really standing out to me right now. Um, but I mean, it's, I can't say I like that more than All Too Well. So I guess All Too Well is just the best. Oh my God, this is so hard. <laughs> okay, this question is also super hard, but I knew it would be on here. So I kind of prepped myself. What is your favorite Taylor Swift song? Once again, I cannot choose one. I'm so sorry, but I'm going to give my holy trinity at this time, which is constantly changing, but I'm going to say Clean, Cornelia Street, and My Tears Ricochet, though... I've been in my My Tears Ricochet era for like two years, but I am very much in my Mirrorball era now. So I don't know if I would swap those, but I really love Mirrorball. I also love I Did Something Bad with my whole soul. And then Forever and Always Piano Version is also a top. Everything Has Changed was my top for like five years. And then Willow is actually one of my top Wait, is Willow my top played Taylor song? Hold on. I'm going to Spotify stats. Wait, stats for Spotify.com. Yes. Okay, so Willow is... I have the weirdest relationship with this song. It's honestly, it's my most listened to song of all time on Spotify. But I never say it's my favorite, but it is. 
See, it makes no sense. Lyrically, I don't think it's her best song, but I think what it is is that it's my absolute top comfort song in the whole world. And then also my next most played songs are Cruel Summer, then some Harry Styles songs, Grape Juice and Falling, and then Gold Rush, Champagne Problems, The One, I Forgot That You Existed. Isn't it funny that some of your top songs aren't your favorite? I would say that the top four are favorites, but I wouldn't say that The One or I Forgot That You Existed are top favorites, but they are above Clean and My Tris Ricochet and Cornelia Street. And then objectively, I will always say that Cardigan and All Too Well 10 Minutes are Taylor's best songs. And maybe Clean. And August. <laughs> Help. Where was your first Taylor Swift concert? My first and my only Taylor show up to this point was in Denver, Colorado, and it was the Reputation Tour. I think I was literally three rows from the very back of the venue. That didn't matter to me, though. I was crying the whole time. I loved it. It was amazing. One thing, though, is I hadn't traveled much at that point, so we didn't really plan it well. For some reason, we didn't even have a hotel booked when we were driving to the venue. We drove eight hours that day, immediately, like, parked and went to the show. I just, like, wore my jeans and t-shirt that I had wore in the car all day, which is totally fine, but that's, like, so different than how I am now. Like, I guess Love on Tour has changed the game where it's, like, the Met Gala at concerts, but it was incredible. I can't believe I got to go. I cried so much when she came out. I was in awe, and... That is forever fueling my God complex that I went to the rep tour, even though I was like practically on the back row. How many Taylor Swift concerts have you been to? So when I'm recording this one, but when this goes live, two, and then the day after this episode goes live, three. When did you become an official Swifty? I remember going to Target to get the Fearless CD, and I remember all the Fearless music videos and watching Journey to Fearless. Like, I would watch that every day after school. So that was when I was 12. I think that's when I became a full-on Swifty, absolutely obsessed. Favorite live performance. Okay, that has got to be Live from Paris, Cornelia Street. I cannot listen to that without getting full-body chills every single time. It's such a spiritual experience. I cannot believe I might hear Cornelia Street live so soon i'm literally malfunctioning what is your favorite dress taylor has worn there are so many the first one that's coming to mind is the wonderstruck ad where she wore the like amazing puffy fluffy tulle dress the 2021 grammys when she won album of the year for folklore with all the pressed flowers is absolutely gorgeous and then i honestly think all the speak now dresses are so iconic like the classic purple one the gold tassel dress with the black boots. That's what my one of my Eras Tour outfits is inspired by. You honestly can't go wrong. Like, Taylor invented my fashion sense as a child. Favorite lyric. Woohoo, let's get into it. I didn't have it in myself to go with Grace because when I'd fight, you used to tell me I was brave. I could cry every time I hear that lyric. And, of course, the classic, the drought was the very worst when the flowers that we'd grown together died of thirst. Every part of clean, it's just lyrical perfection. You drew stars around my scars. Every, also every lyric of Cardigan. Oh my gosh, I had an actual awakening with this lyric like a week or two ago. I don't like slow motion double vision in rose blush. I don't like that falling feels like flying till the bone crush. 
And of course, so casually cruel in the name of being honest, every single line of Cornelia Street, period. Oh my gosh, and of course, all stare directly in the sun, but never in the mirror. It must be exhausting, always rooting for the anti-hero. Um, also, I pace in my pen and my friends found friends who care. Every single freaking line of Enchanted. I could go on forever, but those are the ones that I immediately thought of. Which song do you relate to the most? Currently, I relate to Mirrorball the most, specifically the classic, I've never been a natural, all I do is try, try, try. I relate to Mastermind a lot. What if I was like, I relate to High Infidelity, I will not be taking further comments at this time. No, I love that song, but I can't say I relate. Um, But Taylor's perfect and does no wrong. I relate so much to Clean my tears ricochet those are like my (laughs) i have a playlist called the big bad which is like about a really hard time in my life any song on that playlist by taylor is one that i really relate to when i'm feeling spiteful i really like to lean into relating to i did something bad or look what you made me do um that comes and goes i wouldn't say that's like a consistent oh my gosh also one of my top songs i can't believe this has not come to mind I should go back, but I'm not going to. But one of my favorite Taylor songs and one I relate to the most is It's Time to Go. Speaking of amazing lyrics, when the words of a sister come back in whispers that prove she was not, in fact, what she seemed, not a twin from your dreams, she's a crook who was caught. Also, the lyric after, that old familiar body ache, the snaps from the same little breaks in your soul, you know when it's time to go. Yeah, this is in my top five songs for sure. What do you wish slash hope for on her next album? I'm guessing her next album will be Speak Now Taylor's version. That's already more than I could ever dream. Like anything she wants to feed me, I will eat. My only expectation is that she will put You'll Always Find Your Way Back Home on debut Taylor's version. I think it would be debut era, but I've talked about this with my friends so much. But imagine if she took that song and did an acoustic version of her just singing it and making it like deep and I'm kind of relating it to a love song. Um, this is a song she wrote for Miley Cyrus. I think, is it a Hannah Montana? Yeah, it's a Hannah Montana song. It's amazing. I would absolutely cry. Also crazier, except I think that was a Fearless era song, but that is the song she did for the Hannah Montana movie. I would absolutely love to get a Taylor's version of that song. Which album is your favorite? Forever, 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 and evermore girly. Least favorite song. (laughs) You know, the correct answer would be to say none, but I do have one. And it's the only Taylor song where I'm just like, I don't know, but I will say the the Taylor's version of it is way better, but it's Girl at Home. I just don't really connect with it. I'm not ever listening to it like, yes, this is so true, but it is a bop, and like, if I had to listen to only that song or never listen to Taylor again, I would listen to only that song. <laughs> But I love me, I love Look What You Made Me Do, I love You Need to Calm Down, I have no qualms with any other song, they're all perfect. Oh, and Shake It Off, perfect. What is your least favorite video? I don't have any that I dislike, but I'm trying to figure out ones that I watch less. Like, 
Okay, I ha- I don't think I watch the change music video very often. I don't watch the I don't want to live forever very often. But I just talked about this on my YouTube video too. But that's actually her most streamed song on Spotify. So I've been listening to it more. And maybe I should watch that video. This is a valuable life lesson teaching me to get into my I don't want to live forever era. A song that you wish had a video. Oh my gosh, so much on Lover. Cornelia Street, Cruel Summer, Daylight, Afterglow, any of those would be incredible. I would love Don't Blame Me or I Did Something Bad, New Year's Day. Honestly, there's so many. But yeah, top, top choice would be Cornelia Street or Cruel Summer. A song you want to hear live. Literally any song ever, any song that I have mentioned before or any of the mainstream like radio songs, I don't care. I just want to be there and I will die and sob. Have you met Taylor Swift? Not yet, but it could happen. It could happen. I know she'd be doing the tea party. Actually, I don't know. I hope she's doing it this tour, but I know she's done it every other tour. So absolutely manifesting. What would you say to Taylor right now? Please, how am I supposed to think of something? It would be so hard not to just be a bumbling mess. Like, if my body didn't go into shock or cry and I actually had the ability to think things through, I don't know what I would say other than to just thank her. I mean, I guess I could just say, like, you've been my whole childhood. You have helped me through so much. Um, It's probably stuff she's heard a million times. It's probably stuff that everyone would want to say to her. But I just know I wouldn't be funny or cool. I would just be like wide-eyed and in shock. Maybe I would just say like you, your songs are the soundtrack to my whole existence. And I would just, (laughs) see, there's just nothing. There's just no words. This is the very last question. Who should Taylor do a duet with? Okay, let's talk about the Holy Trinity. I would love Harry Styles, of course. Niall Horan. I do think that's going to happen. I think Niall will be on a vault track in 1989. He speaks so highly of her and he's always loved her and I think they would sound great together. And then, of course, our angel, Selena Gomez. I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. It needs to happen. And if it does, the world will combust. Okay, that was the Taylor Swift tag. I will put it in the comments just like I did with the Disney one. I have to say a huge thank you to everyone who supported my launch yesterday. The Too Soft for All of It tees and Ambitious at Heart sweater and the Eras tour stuff. I am so, so grateful. I'm about to head to the warehouse and package those right now. I will be thinking of you guys while I package my beautiful, perfect Swifty Queens. Just a heads up, if I post any spoilers from the show, like the set list or whatever, I'm going to put a trigger warning, a spoiler warning, not a trigger warning, before anything I post. So keep that in mind because I've had some friends be like, I don't want to know the set list until I go. Like some of my best friends are going to the Vegas show. So yes, I will make sure it is a spoiler friendly situation. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. I will talk to you next week if I survive this weekend. Okay, love you so much. Bye, guys.